Welcome back to The Daily Poem. I'm David Kern, and today is Wednesday, August 12th, 2020. Today's poem is by a British poet named Philip Edward Thomas, more often known as Edward Thomas. He lived from 1878 to 1917. He's one of the most important poets of the early 20th century and unfortunately died at the age of 39 in World War I. But he was highly influential for poets like W.H. Auden, W.H. Davies, and Ted Hughes. And he uh, was a letter writing a pen pal, if you will, uh, with Robert Frost. The poem that I'm going to read today is called Liberty, and I'm reading it from Harold Bloom's collection, The Best Poems of the English Language. And I'll share some of his comments on this poem and, and on Edward, Edward Thomas uh, briefly in between readings. So again, this is Edward Thomas's poem, Liberty. The last light has gone out of the world, except this moonlight lying on the grass like frost beyond the brink of the tall elm's shadow. It is as if everything else had slept many an age, unforgotten and lost. The men that were, the things done long ago, all I have thought. And but the moon and I live, yet and here stand idle over a grave where all is buried. Both have liberty to dream what we could do if we were free to do some thing we had desired long, the moon and I. There is none less free than who does nothing and has nothing else to do, being free only for what is not to his mind, and nothing is to his mind. If every hour like this one passing that I have spent among the wiser others when I have forgot to wonder whether I was free or not were piled before me and not lost behind, and I could take and carry them away, I should be rich. Or if I had the power to wipe out every one and not again regret, I should be rich to be so poor. And yet I still am half in love with pain, with what is imperfect, with both tears and mirth, with things that have an end, with life and earth and this moon that leaves me dark within the door. Harold Bloom makes a point in his little biographical introduction to his section of Edward Thomas in, his, in, in, in the anthology that, quote, a professional man of letters, he was so awed by poetry that he was reluctant to begin writing it, end quote. Thomas had a successful career as a journalist and an essayist before he ever began writing his poetry. And Bloom goes on to explain that, uh, quote, the catalyst of a friendship with Robert Frost helped him to begin a poetic career in 1914, only three years before his death, end quote. I think when you read Thomas, you can see a sort of kinship with Frost. Bloom mentions that what Emerson and Dickinson were to Frost, Wordsworth and John Clare were to Thomas. So there is a specifically English temperament to his work. And yet, formally, in, in the way that he, they create lines and the way they um, present images, you know, there seems to be a kinship between Thomas and Frost. And so it's not surprising that uh, Frost would be the one that, that motivated or inspired Thomas to pick up a pen and, and get to work. And we're lucky that he did that, that Thomas finally did pick up a pen because he only wrote a few poems in those three years. Uh, you know, a, it's a small body of work. 
but poems like this were incredibly influential on 20th century poetry. And, and the, the poetry that we got over the, the decades following his death would not be the same uh, without a poem like, with a poem like Liberty or other poems like his, like The Owl and a little short poem called In Memoriam and then an, another poem called The Gallows. If you, if you have the uh, Harold Bloom collection, which I'm sure many of you do, I recommend you take a look at some of those other poems. And as with Frost, Thomas is uh, a master at merging the, the literal with the abstract, the concrete with the abstract, uh, very concrete um, images that almost all people recognize with ideas and, and concepts and abstractions that you could spend your life thinking about. Here we have the, the, the poem being bracketed by the light of the moon. So the poem opens with this incredible line, the last light has gone out of the world except this moonlight lying on the grass like frost. And so, so the moonlight is the sort of uh, the, the, the final lingering, flickering light in, in the world. Of course, even there, it's, uh, it, it's frosty, it's cold. But in the end, he, he says, and yet I am still half in love with pain, with what is imperfect, with both tears and mirth, with things that have an end, with life and earth, and this moon that leaves me dark within the door. So he, he suggests absence at the beginning, but then in the end strikes maybe a more hopeful note. And, and coupled with his somewhat unusual phrasings, uh, the, the syntax of his, his sentences and his lines is, is a little unusual. And, and I think those two uh, characteristics together uh, are very frosty and very frost-like. <laughs> um, so I hope you will uh, check out uh, more of Edward Thomas's work. So one more time, this is Liberty. The last light has gone. <clears throat> the last light has gone out of the world, except this moonlight, lying on the grass like frost beyond the brink of the tall elm's shadow. It is as if everything else had slept many an age, unforgotten, and lost. The men that were, the things done long ago all I have thought, and but the moon and I live, and but the moon and I live yet, and here stand idle over a grave where all is buried. Both have liberty to dream what we could do if we were free to do something we had desired long, the moon and I. There's nothing less free than who does nothing and has nothing else to do, being free only for what is not to his mind, and nothing is to his mind. If every hour like this one passing that I have spent among the wiser others when I have forgot to wonder whether I was free or not were piled before me and not lost behind and I could take and carry them away, I should be rich. Or if I had the power to wipe out every one and not again regret, I should be rich to be so poor. And yet, I still am half in love with pain, with what is imperfect with both tears and mirth, with things that have an end, with life and earth, and this moon that leaves me dark within the door. This has been The Daily Poem. Thanks so much for listening. I'll be back tomorrow with another poem for you.